Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin Leary and Cookie is sitting with me. And her cat Cookie, who months ago was physically attacking her. And I was worried about my friend. You know, when you see your friend in a relationship, the moment you'd be like, I'm scared. That was probably when I saw... The moment moment they get irresponsible tattoos... By the way. Oh my God. I'm seeing, I'm hoping our parents aren't listening to this because I'm seeing a cookie tattoo. I got a tattoo of cookies name because that's just what I had to do. I love it so much. Okay. Um, I got a story to tell people. And you know... Here's the deal. Tell me. Tell me the deal. I'm doing this therapy, like in-depth therapy about my, that I've been doing for like a year now about my family history, my, what, what is at the root of it all? If you catch my drift (laughs) and it's like so hard. And a lot of the time, like, it's like so hard. And by the way, like, I don't even have like, a a glaring traumatic event from my childhood like most people would look at my childhood and envy it but still it's like so emotionally exhausting and like painful i don't know you you had a you had a nose i had a big nose i mean what can i say people you know it's actually but the healing is like the healing is now at this point in my life like i genuinely feel like wow i really wish i like didn't get a nose job because i wish i loved myself enough to like care like i i i know that sounds i'm like the beauty is like not to be glennon doyle but like i kind of wish i didn't get plastic surgery not to blow you all your minds with my Whoa, healing i wasn't prepared and look at me sick as a dog over here being like yeah your big old nose that you used to have 
No, because it's like I learned to like love my guys. This sounds so stupid. I know, but it's like actually genuinely true. It's like I've learned to like love and have compassion for my inner child for the first time. And like, I'm just like, wow, I wish she knew she was beautiful. Um, you don't know your beauty. That's me going back to my inner child when I was <laughs> but like you're seven to a picture of yourself. <laughs> the way you light up the room <laughs> like nobody else. Um, OK, so whatever. This, this shit is just like hard. And it's like, um, it's, it just is that way. And it's like, there's no escape mechanisms that are healthy for me that I can do in a healthy way, except I still tried, (laughs) except one of them is online shopping. And I literally just before we got on this was like on Depop, like whatever, but it's just, I, I, I can't really escape it, the reality. And, um, I want to all the time anyway. Like I had therapy this morning and I just came back from a trip with my best friend from high school. It was really hard to say goodbye to her. I love her so much, like being around her and being like, it just, it was hard to leave her. I come back. I'm tired from that. Then I have this therapy session. I'm like emotionally exhausted from that. She's basically like, yeah, well you can't really escape it. You just have to like feel this way. And I'm like, bitch are you fucking no i'm like all right so i just have to feel like this like and then i this is classic me by the way in the therapy session we're talking about how like my ocd arose as a way to try to find like safety and how in when my ocd was like the worst at the beginning it it felt like peace because I was like, oh, I finally am controlling my world, even though what that looks like is eating a thousand calories a day or what that looks like is doing 17 rituals before I go to bed every single night. It felt like, oh, I'm in control, though, like everything finally makes sense. But my OCD arises when I feel like I can't control things. So I'm in the shower. And now this is what I'm going to say now, too, but I'm not going deep into this because (laughs) Caroline is like eating popcorn listening to this. Um, I am. I'm not going to go deep into this because I don't have the mood for it. I want to have an open, vulnerable convo about this at some point. But right now, I don't trust myself to speak on it like the way I want to. So I have been dating women. Alert the presses. Not not to co- now it looks like I'm copying Gabby, the, the best bachelorette of all time. But it's actually been going on since before that. But so I had a date today during the day with someone I was really excited about. And they like traveled to the city not for the date but like it was like let's be honest okay so then i'm in the shower i'm shaving my legs i feel a strange soreness in my leg i say my ocd says that's something you're gonna want to look into okay so i text my friend sam who i met actually through my friend Haley that i was just visiting i met sam years ago and she's really not the luckiest gal in the world because she became a doctor and I became the most annoying person she's ever met. Like I was like, uh, do I have COVID text? Like all my texts to her, not a single is like, how have you, how have you been doing? Like, what are you up to? It's like, uh, what's your last I, name? Do I have monkeypox? <laughs> um, do I, whatever. So I text Sam. I'm like, I look back at the text. It's like insane. It's me pointing to a spot on my calf. And I'm like, I have a soreness here. It's no bruise. What do I do? I have like deep vein thrombosis. And she's like, that doesn't sound like the symptoms of a blood clot. But if it will make you feel better, you should get it checked out. I'm like, oh, she says it's not. I think I'm fine. I actually think I'm fine. 
I'm on my way to the date. By the way, the date is a doctor. I'm not trying to brag, but she's a doctor. What am I? Unemployed, sitting at home, Googling symptoms. Thinking about your chat. leg, yeah. Chat GPTing symptoms. What is she a doctor? So sometimes the world works like that. So Sometimes you just have enough of a personality that a doctor will take a chance on you when a Tuesday night finds you watching and just like that and eating cookies, you know, and that's just your life and applying for an assistant job at a restaurant. Okay. So I'm like walking to the date. I get so like, so when I'm anxious, I derealize. I like, this is something I just found out in therapy too. Like I forget if I've talked about this on the podcast, but like I thought like leaving your body mentally was like just I was like that's when I have anxiety like suddenly the world feels like it's not actually happening and it looks like like the people aren't real and like that's just anxiety and my therapist was like that's dissociating and I literally never felt that way in my life copy that but I also get like nauseous like so I'm walking through Prospect Park imagine this and I start feeling this like derealization episode and I'm like the world isn't real there's like a man who Prospect Park is like scary honestly it's like there's like trails. There's like bikes whizzing by. I have to take like a side trail. There's like a man, a man standing at the end of the trail, like saying something to me. And I'm like leaving my body. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I text the day. I say, listen, I am so sorry, but I have to be honest with you. This doesn't happen to me that often. I'm having a derealization episode and I have to like sit down on a bench and I totally understand if you want to go home. That's my vibe right now. We were supposed to go to the, we were supposed to go to the fucking zoo. Imagine you're like, you're like dissociating at a zoo. Like, no, they have dingoes there. Like I cannot. No. Even. Yeah. You made a good call. So she's like, no worries at all. Send me your location. I'm like, okay. So I, I honestly was like, I'm embarrassed and like, I'm sweating and I like kind of wish she would just like go home. Cause I'm embarrassed, but whatever. Right, right, I'm like, right. here's my location. So then she's like texting me. Like she's like, by the way, whatever makes you feel safe. Like if you want to go home, I totally get that. And like, we can meet up later what normally makes you feel better in a situation like this? Incredibly emotionally intelligent response. Yeah. I'm like, to be honest, I'm going to lay my red flags on the line. I have health OCD and I'm convinced I have a deep vein thrombosis right now. So I know the only thing that's going to make me feel better is like going to a doctor. And then she's like, I am a doctor. (laughs) And I was like, right, 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 right. She's like, do you want me to check it out? I was like, honestly, like, yeah, I'm like so mortified right now, but like that would actually make me feel better. So she comes incredibly calm, warm energy. She's like, all right, like roll up your pants. I'm doing an examination. I'm like, okay. She examined my legs. She's like, again, if you, if it makes you feel better, I'll go to a clinic with you. But like 99.9%, this is not a blood clot. I've seen blood clots. It does not look like that, but I get it if you want to go. Anyway, I felt so much better. We ended up having like a really intense and like great conversation about like, anxiety and like mental health stuff and like perspective and she was like i was just really glad you were honest because i think that's like really cool and vulnerable then we went shopping Ah. together then she was like we were talking about um she was like oh you seem like so much better after like you were so freaked out before and i was like well honestly like always the thing that makes me feel better is going to the doctor like i have one medical and i use it more than any other person i like go like once a week and I'm like, I'm actually passing away. And they're like, go on home, Devin. I'm like, okay, bye. So I was like, 
I guess it just like helped because you're like a doctor and you said that wasn't happening. And she was like, well, I guess maybe you should date a doctor. And I was like, okay. Okay. What? Maybe. Um, and she made me feel so safe and normal and cool. Anyway, the point of the story is be yourself. Doesn't matter if you're good enough for someone else. It just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle. Also, I called my mom called after and I was like, um, t- trying to tell her the story. And I'm like, oh yeah. So then I texted Sam and I said, oh, I have a blood clot. She's like, oh, you didn't tell your date that, did you? And I was like, okay, yes, I did. Actually, I made her examine my leg. So <laughs> no, that's exactly what I did. You know, in is fact, that, that was the bad? only way the date was going to survive. Meanwhile, I'm in therapy being like, I, I literally said in therapy, I was like, I just feel like it's unfair that everyone else has like met someone and I haven't. And then I'm like on dates being like, so do you mind like examining how swollen my legs are? Or is that like not hot to you? I want true romance. It's also just funny, the narratives we have. I think that like, I, I know exactly what you mean when you tell your therapist it's just so unfair that everyone's met someone. Truly, everyone I know, single, looking to meet someone. Well, every every person in my office, single, looking to meet someone. The narrative doesn't even matter. It's just what I do with it. And like, right. my therapist is always, I'm always like, this thing happened. Can you believe it? And she's like, so like, how are you feeling when you made that decision? I'm like, listen, I don't want to go into that stuff. And then we do. This is what happened for years. I had a therapist who was just such a pushover. And I'd be like, well, I don't really know. Like, it was nothing. And she'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, anyway. And then my friend did this really fucking annoying thing. But this therapist Talking about me. Yeah. I'm like, then my friend, like, just ate popcorn in the middle of my, like, really vulnerable date story. Um, (laughs) That was, like, coming out on the pod and I'm eating. I know. I'm like, so this has actually been something that's hard for me. Um, No, it, it is funny, though. Like. I have a bit with one of my friends where like I'm like pretend like <laughs> that I like suddenly have taken on this persona where I'm like, yeah, I have been struggling as a marginalized community for a really long time. So like like my friend sent me an article about how there is new scientific technology that's making it possible for two women to like have a baby with both of their DNA. And she's like, finally, after you struggled for so many years, it might be possible for someone like you to have a normal family structure. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, That's you beautiful. Can't, yeah, you can't escape the roasting, but um, the okay, what, what is my point? My point is... You're healthy. I'm healthy, I think. there. You know I'm still holding <laughs> on to that 0.01% chance. I'm like, listen, I might, I might go in the night, but even if I do go in the night, at least I had a good date and then I got to watch and just like that, and eat cookies with your date oh no alone I no was like, alone that is a good uh, date no, alone <laughs> i was like if a date is like okay and now let's do what we both want to do we just watch and dress like that that is a profound date but i understand that's that's also something that you you know i i honestly think telling someone you want to watch and just like that or showing them your leg and asking them to examine it i would do like over making them watch one of the worst shows um in television history no with me. but carolina like i you don't find it entertaining. Like I, I know it's the worst show in television history, but that's what's so entertaining about oh, it. Oh no, it is a miracle of a television it's a miracle. show. 
It's a that miracle. You cannot believe they put every every word, every move, every director's choice. You can't believe it. It's like I just Aiden be- popping out of nowhere like a kidnapper. And these the all these people have so much money, except like Aiden and Carrie are staying in Che's apartment and they're like, oh, I don't like Che's soup spoons. This is a genuine storyline. So they go to Le Creuset and buy all new kitchen supplies to re- like basically they basically renovate the kitchen because they have so much money. But then Che, who was like seemingly an extremely successful comedian and entertainment person after losing one pilot has to move out of their apartment and rent it out and then start working at an animal rescue because they're like (laughs) so famously how this industry goes i'm just like interesting like i mean i could see like months into the strike you're right totally doing that but Che, it's really something it's else. Like it's not like one pilot makes you a millionaire, and then when yes. it's taken away, you uh, work with animals. It's just really fascinating, um, and I I do love it. All the memes that were like, "But why was Aiden wearing this jacket?" Aiden wearing the most insane article of clothing I've ever seen. Incredible on planet Earth. He looked like he was doing like a rescue mission of like. A, a shipwreck wait also like the whole thing of like he can't go i'm sorry if you're if you're dating a man who refuses to go into your apartment to the extent that you have to rent an entirely new apartment why can't he be, go into the apartment i haven't been watching a lot of it they go the, it's the whole aiden reunion episode is like romance romance miracle mystery they're going out on a date they do actually have really good chemistry those two and then they go back <laughs> to for sincere comment. They do it. You know what? It is really cute. It is cute. Like, and I think he's hot and she's hot and they whatever. But they get to her apartment and he goes, wait a second. Wait a second. You still live in the same apartment? And she's like, yeah, it's a long story, but this is where I live. And what she means by, yeah, it's a long story is, yeah, my billionaire husband who I cheated on you with bought me an apartment and then died in and it. died on a Peloton. So I live here now. And actually he's like, a pretty short story. If you say it like that without even knowing the full details, he's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't go back in there. I can't go back in there. I'm like, Aiden, it's been 30 years since the nineties. <laughs> like we've had like nine 11. We've had like Trump, like a lot of stuff has happened. The pandemic, you, you can't, have the resilience to go back into an apartment where you once had like <laughs> mild heartbreak the pandemic and you don't have the resilience to like, go back to the apartment Aiden has children and a farm apparently he runs a farm but he can't like be in an environment where something bad happened like i'm a little confused so they had to sleep at Che's house well first they went to ho- to a hotel and like made jokes about the fact that they're spending so much money on room service even though and he's like that's how they that's that's how this is the brilliance of the writing you find out aiden runs a farm because he's like what do you want for breakfast and carrie says i'll have a 26 dollar omelet and he says "Ooh, my chickens on the f- the farm i run would be pretty upset if they found out the price love, of eggs here love she's love, like love that you writing. run a farm and then he's like yeah one of the chickens is really cute it comes into my house every night <laughs> sleeps in my youngest son's bed and lays an egg in the bed and carrie's like how do you how does it get in the house we leave the door open. Sorry, but like that's insane. So that so bugs, piece of writing is incredible. So that, locusts come in your house, rats and locusts come in your house at night so your son can have a 
a chicken pop an egg out of its vagina next to his head? <laughs> that sounds safe and normal. Meanwhile, what are you doing? You're at Che Diaz's house all week. What's Wyatt up to? The chicken's watching him? The chicken's watching <laughs> oh, oh, my chicken's God. Chicken's watching him. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I didn't realize how angry I was at Aiden, but okay. We have to do a proper and just like that catch up. Yeah, we do. I would love to. It's like, you know, I'm all ears for that. (laughs) We wanted to quickly touch on the fantasy suites where Charity had sex with two hot guys. Um, She sent home Xavier knitting who who, uh, Devin was ready for him to go home last week. This week, he gave some of the best performance of it was almost like he wanted to go home. He was playing the guy who ne- needs to be sent home, but it was kind of amazing. I was, it was, I, was, I agree. He in the most like calm and not trying to convince her of anything way. He's like, so I did want you to know that I was unfaithful. <laughs> and she's like, Okay. And Charity, by the way, could not be being more. She's so patient. It's so clear. And she has said it that she's like afraid of conflict. She needs to like learn how to be more selfish because she's like, okay, okay. Yep. No, I'm glad you're telling me this. I'm glad you're telling me this. And he's like, I was over multiple times over the course of five days. And you're like, I've never heard a bigger red flag in my life. Like that sentence alone that you went on a bender of cheating is so concerning. And he uh, basically charity is just asking him to be like that will never happen with you and he's like i mean in my heart of course it wouldn't (laughs) and she's nodding like yes correct answer correct answer correct answer and he's like in my head i don't know (laughs) it's i i was like wow again women will come to each other's like women will come to men or to each other with being like let me check out your leg thrombosis and I, I will support you. Men are, are literally offering. I don't know if I will cheat on you or not. I can't say, I can't say this is what I decided to offer as a husband. It's, I do agree with you. He wanted to go home. Like he, I think this has happened on the bachelorette before. Like I actually kind of thought that it happened with Zach fucking ugly ass, Putty's nephew who became the bachelor which by the way if Dotton becomes the bachelor ugly ass. <laughs> if Don becomes the bachelor you have to go on because i just love Devin, so much we have to know when no is no they have turned me away from their pearly gates i am <laughs> not going on the bachelor should. do you know how i casually mentioned this in conversation recently with someone where i said no. oh yeah well i did apply and they you know never got back to me and she was like ha 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 and then she was like, wait, did you really apply? I was like, yeah, I did. I applied to be on The Bachelor and they did not respond kindly. We didn't send joking pictures. Like I said, I was like, okay, this is like shows my body kind of. This is me in like a gown-ish. Like, a you know, gown-ish. I, really, I, I put my best foot forward. So when you say be on Dot and Season, that feels like a cold slap in the face to me. No, I don't think it's a cold slap in the face. Like you never know. Like I, I apply to random jobs on LinkedIn every day. Have I ever gotten one? No, but I keep doing it. First of all, that's true. That's sec- safe. Second of all, I applied to when in Rome or what? Remember that thing I sent you? It was like a plot. Like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I would like 
in no world would I survive this scenario. It was like a dating show in Rome where you like go meet all these sing. I, I can't even. Um, so, but I got rejected from that. It's just <sighs> rejection is God's protection. But in the, but that was but the, in the season. Case. No, no. Cause what season was that? Rejection was God's protection for, for, Oh, it was, was it Matt James season? Sorry. I was going to say for Zach's season, but it was actually Matt James. So I would have literally like, yeah, but let me say this Xavier, much like crusty Zach, I think wanted to go home, but it's interesting to not even have the forethought to think like, Oh, if I want to like, like he could have become the bachelor if he like did something good and interesting and was like, Hey, like I actually realized like you deserve better. I don't know. Like Zach became the bachelor from that, you know, like I'm like, so you could have done something right. But instead he like, he also was like, (laughs) and he's been asleep for every episode. We have to sleep. That's the thing. Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, wait, is this really a contender? He's like, here we are in Fiji really cool to be here and then she comes out like being carried by people on like a throne and he's like wow wow the woman king the woman king i'm like okay like just go back to your craft store but (laughs) it is true it's like she's basically like i just want this and it's like why does she even want anything from him at this point like it's horrifying to even think that she like like she kept asking for more she was like okay like you said like how long did it last okay five days okay multiple people okay wow um and then like kept going kept going she's like was it your most recent relationship yes it's like all right fuck like it's getting worse and worse and that was just really something else and then he was kind of like i thought that she should have been like pissed even that she's like send him home and he's like okay like he was like totally fine with it and i'm just like fuck you like you i love and, when he goes you can put me in this car right now and she goes and i am also it's like this is what men will do it's like the men on like we talked about another episode the men on hinge who are like i'm not looking for anything serious but like the best prompt they can come up with is what's your favorite judd apatow film or like my i'm weirdly attracted to pretty faces that's a hinge i've a hinge prompt I've seen a man say I'm weirdly attracted to is the prompt. And they answered pretty faces. It's hard. And yet they're like, but I'm not really looking to settle down, looking for something short term fun. And I'm like, you should be so fucking lucky if a troll wanted to settle down with you. But you know, um, for the love of men, she does end up having sex with two really good guys. I really think, I think she's going to go with Joey. I think it's going to be, if it's going to be anything like bachelor history, she should be with Dotton, but she's going to end up with Joey. I agree. That's what happens on this show. I Almost think- every season. And then her and Joey aren't going to work out for some reason. His uncle's going to be right. And then Dotton's going to show up at the reunion and be like, Hey, I'm still would love to take you out. And everyone's going to cheer like you go out with Dotton. Yeah. And then he's going to take her away on like a motorcycle or something. And Jesse's going to be like, oh, what is going on? Okay. So I think that's what my prediction is for the rest of the season. One of them should be Bachelor because they're both such good candidates. Well, I think Joey actually might be a little bit. He might be, but he might be Paradise. I don't know if he's Bachelor 
He's paradise big time. He lives in Hawaii. Like, he's paradise. Yeah. I want true romance. Joey is great, but Dotton truly... No, Dotton is a husband. Like, Dotton like, is who you marry. And also, he, like... he The things he says he likes about her are so her. Like, he said something like, charity always leads with her emotions and I should be so lucky to be with someone like that. And it's like, that is so true. Like she trusts herself. She follows. I mean, let's be real. I did struggle a lot with the, I'm constantly praying comment. I'm praying right now. I'm praying right now. I prayed with your mom. That's tough. my prayer. Life is strong. That is, but, tough. you know, there's a lot of secret Christians running around these bachelor folk. I don't even know if they're secret. Like, <laughs> I know, I guess that wasn't really secret, but I mean, like it comes up and, and you go, wow, wow. You know, I found found out this week that Jesse, the host, was a football player. That's interesting. I just didn't know anything. Just didn't know where he came propped up from. But there he is. He was grown in a lab. I know he's really not. He's the most sterile looking guy. Ew, I bet sex with him is so gross. Sorry. I Can you imagine? <laughs> no, it's so gross. It's so like, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> there. Oh, my God. Cookie's looking at me like so disturbed right now. Yeah. Is Cookie a boy or a girl? I forget. Cookie is a boy, but he's often misgendered and I don't care. I, you I understand think, why? Yeah, I think like, I think he's probably like non-binary conforming or whatever. Um, yeah and cookie actually might get a sibling but the one thing like this is my one selfish thing about getting a sibling because i'm single i feel like bringing two cats is different than bringing one like if i meet someone and i have two cats and they have two cats then we're gonna what have, if you four. have three dogs like myself i mean they're technically my family's dogs grandma is my dog yeah like you could you could negotiate something i i'm yeah. i would be a single mom of my two children and i couldn't just a just, single mom looking for a partner i couldn't just leave either of them yeah that's hard but cookie gets lonely when i'm not here and how I do you know i can't stand that for even a second that he's lonely i know how do we know that he likes you he loves me. <laughs> oh, he doesn't like me. He loves me. Cookie's reading the fantasy sweet date card. You're like, I would love if you could read this out loud. Oh, wait, we have to talk about friggin' Aaron. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, Aaron from last week's episode, who Devin called it. Devin said you should never break up with someone and tell them, am I doing the right thing? I feel like I'm yes. making a mistake. Of course, Charity does that, and the producers know exactly what to do. They say, Aaron, we're going to film you coming right back to her. And they do. They're like, oh, Aaron's like happily waiting for his flight, like in the airport, and someone comes up and they're like, did you ever think, like, it's kind of weird that she said she feels like she might have made a mistake. Like, what do you think? And he's like, she said, what? Also, he got all the way back to San Diego and like self films this thing and all i can think is like this is terrifying like a man you've broken up with packing a suitcase filming himself filming a video like this is like what ends up should in a not true be romanticized crime it's it's like 
ends up in a true crime documentary where they're like, then he like filmed this video saying that he wasn't going to give up on their love. And then he showed up in Fiji, but she acted excited to see him. She's like, I'm not going to lie. Like you have it on my mind. But the weird thing is now this is a world in which love is a currency. The word love itself is a currency. Yeah. She said, I love you too, to both Joey and yep. what's his name? Dutton. And Aaron didn't even say he's in love with her. He said, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. And then when he, when he sees her again, he's like, I felt like I was falling in love with you. And she says, I felt like I was falling in love with you too. Okay. So you're going to entertain felt like when you have two guarantees. I don't know. I'm just like, it's interesting. It also is like a television show. That's and true. That's something that we always have to remember. We have with to remember lines, that with date with specific dates where you're supposed to say a specific thing by a specific time. Yeah. You it makes you wonder if if she even did love both Joey and Dotton or if it would have just been so obvious who she was going to pick if she didn't say that. That's a good question. I honestly, a part of me believes that she does love both. Of them. She was so genuine. She was she like, was it feels so, genuine. so good to say this right now. Yes. And she was like, I don't want to hold back. I want to say it. I love you. I, I know I could get there. If like I had a bunch of guys to pick through and I like got down to two guys, I could totally say I love you to both of them. Watch neither of them set it back. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. I, I don't want to I be feel like to we left it. hometowns weird. So I wanted to go first and say, I love you. Ah. And they're like, my mom hates you because she's in love with me. <laughs> yeah. um, I can never realistic. talk to you again. Oh, well, I'm very excited to see who she picks. I was just going to say, like, when I, like, over the weekend, I'm like, I'm going to, like, make a power move and, like, block all these, like, men that follow me that I don't want to follow me anymore. Like, and all these, like, creepy fans. And it's, like, one guy who has a picture <laughs> of him with a dog that says like Maxine is trying on a new outfit or something. I'm like, all my was, doting fans. And you're like, I'm ab- obviously not going to block yeah, I was you. Like, I am not blocking him. I actually really like anyone who puts their dog in an outfit and, and takes a picture of and it, takes a picture of it. I understand you. I, I literally put you. my dog in a hat and took four pictures yesterday. And then I tried to, my to put cookie in a hat, but it really didn't go well. It it's really surprised me how like, I haven't moved on from that comedy like dog and outfit comedy is still hits for me dog everything comedy and cat everything comedy just like yeah you can't beat slaps. that it slaps like a cat hitting something slapping I mean my mom oh, yeah follows cat slaps on reddit so she's always sending me that what an interesting thought to end on my mom follows cat slaps on reddit so she's always sending me stuff and with that and with that, we couldn't we couldn't give you more. I love you, Devin. Love you.
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.